As Rick said, this has been a tough week for some people. Uh, once again, my parents, and I, my parents and I canceled each other's votes out. Uh, I love my parents very much. My parents are very good people. We cancel each other's votes. Um, it reminds me that good people vote on each side of the ballot. Your vote doesn't determine whether you're good or bad. It's one of the choices you make in how you express your civic duty. And so this morning, we honor people on all political spectrums that are interested in pursuing peace, in being kind to one another, in promoting the well-being of the planet, of the creatures that we share this planet with, of the earth that we travel this life on. Um, we welcome and affirm the, the value and the membership and the family of all peaceful people. Um, some of you, I know, like myself, are wearing safety pins right now. Um, people have chosen, some people have chosen to wear safety pins as a symbol of safety, as a symbol of I'm a safe person. Whether I voted one way or the other, I believe in respect, I believe in trust, uh, I believe in compassion. Um, I have two safety pins on this morning. The second safety pin I'm wearing for the four men that harassed me on Facebook this week because I was posting about wearing safety pins. <laughs> I wish them well. I wish them wholeness. I pray for their well-being. They are my brothers. I hope they change their mind about continuing to harass me on Facebook. Maybe I'll block them, maybe I won't, but I pray for them this morning. I lift them up. They are members of my family. I share this world with them. Uh, Janet, Jana Levin is a favorite author of mine. She's a, a, a theoretical physicist and an atheist, I believe. She wrote a book about free will. Do we all have free will? She says no. She says that as a physicist, she kind of believes that all of the laws of nature that are, that are in action uh, in the past determine our present choices. I get it. She's a really thoughtful person. She even made a comment a few years ago about not being particularly interested in presidential elections. She said, after all, we're just animals trying to organize ourselves. Now, she also says that she takes her vote very seriously. She teaches her daughters to be very serious about the civic duty to vote, to know the issues, to know the candidates. But at the end of the day, she says we're just animals trying to organize ourselves. What an interesting thought this morning. I think we are animals trying to organize ourselves. We're smart animals. And we organize ourselves this hour every week around principles of justice, of peace, of compassion, of love of sharing the planet, of treating resources wisely, of treating each other wisely, of treating our animal companions wisely with love and compassion. That's how we organize ourselves. Let's join in worship. Today's Bible reading is from uh, the book of Job, chapters 12, chapter 12, 7 through 10, and it's found on page 487 in your pew Bible. But ask the animals, and they will teach you, the birds of the air, and they will tell you. Ask the plants of the earth, and they will teach you, and the fish of the sea will declare to you. Who among all these does not know that the hand of Yahweh has done this? In his hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of every human being. And now please join me in our gathering prayer. Creating God, your word caused the waters to be filled with many kinds of living beings and the air to be filled with birds. With those who live everywhere in this world, we rejoice in the richness of your creation and we pray for your wisdom 
for all who live on this earth, that we may treat with respect all creatures that you have made. We especially thank you for those creatures who become loving companions to us. Remind us that we live in a world where everything is in dynamic relationship with everything else. You, God, are the creating, transforming power of life. Amen. All right, uh, uh, our Bible reading is from Genesis chapter 1, verse 20, through chapter 2, verse 4. And this is on page 1 in your Bible. <laughs> and God said, Let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the dome of the sky. So God created the great sea monsters and every living creature that moves of every kind, with which the waters swarm and every winged bird of every kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters and the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures of every kind, cattle and creeping things, and wild animals of the earth of every kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals of the earth of every kind, and the cattle of every kind, and everything that creeps upon the ground of every kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the wild animals of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food and to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant food for you, and it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all their multitude on the and all their multitude, and on the seventh day God finished the work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it, because on it God rested from all the work that he had done in creation. 
These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. So far, all the expressions from our pets, I take as them saying, Amen. <laughs> uh, this is the third Sunday in creation season, and creation season is a part of the church calendar that is new. Uh, just celebrated these past few years, and we've celebrated as well. And uh, oddly enough, uh, the church calendar left out God somehow. I don't know how that happened. Uh, so we inserted God again, uh, God the Creator, uh, back into the liturgical year. And uh, we pick a, a different theme for every uh, creation season. The theme for this one is uh, God's Rhythm of Transformation. And uh, for those of you who have been coming here for a long time, that might sound very, very familiar to you because that's one of our, our basic values. And that is that God is the creator. Um, God does not keep us from death, uh, but what goes down in death gets transformed and rises uh, to life once again. Uh, that's the whole Jesus story uh, in a nutshell, really. Uh, Jesus uh, trusting the power of God in, in his life and facing his own death uh, with a great deal of fear, actually, uh, because trust involves fear as well. And we would call that radical trust. And uh, our radical trust is that no matter what's going on around us, uh, God is there every step of the way working to create new life out of all of our experiences of death. And that's God's rhythm of, of life. And uh, the Bible uh, text that were uh, read to you this morning emphasized the fact that God, the creator, uh, is happy with everything that God created. And somewhere along the line, uh, the Christian church got a little confused thinking that we are different from all of creation. And there was a very solid line that God was only interested in human beings and the rest of the world uh, we are put in charge of and we can dominate. Uh, that's really what the word uh, is. And so we, we kind of want to pull back a little bit uh, from that and, and realize that there are some basic values uh, that we as a church hold very, very deeply. And this is a good time to express those values. And one is that we value all of life. Um, and for those of us who are at the top of the food chain, uh, that carries some responsibility uh, as well. Um, and, and so we have to live our lives with this great tension about having to rely on uh, animals for food and yet at the same time bringing them into our home. And so that is always a, a moral, ethical dilemma. Uh, and it goes directly to the issue of respect. Um, here we believe that that's uh, Jesus' uh, primary uh, moral guide. He said to love your neighbor as you love yourselves, and I think our neighbors are our animal, animal friends. Everybody's our neighbor. And what that means is, love is not a very good uh, translation of that. Respect is a much better word. So we, only, we not only re treat others with respect, but we also treat all the other uh, living uh, beings with a great deal of respect. Now, that's why we, there's been such an emphasis on environmental issues, uh, because ultimately uh, God wants us to respect the, the creation and not destroy it. 
And so by inviting uh, our pets into the sanctuary, uh, we're taking the risk of them being indoors. Um, the first year we did this, uh, we were unsure how things were gonna go, so we lined all of the carpeting with, with, with black plastic. <laughs> we thought there might be accidents, uh, who knew? But we realized we didn't need that. And for some reason, uh, pets feel all of us coming together and talking about these things. And outside they bark and they kind of growl at one another, but in here, oddly, it's just really, really nice to see uh, us along with our beloved pets uh, in the same sanctuary, in the same place of uh, sacred ground. And so this service is an affirmation of all of life. And uh, that's one of the things that we, we hold on very, very dearly, and that is treating others with respect and recognizing the value of all of creation and trying to protect that value and lift it up for all to see. So um, in, during the blessing of animals, of course, you can come up here and, uh, and, and take pictures if you want. Feel free to take pictures and bring a, maybe a, a picture of a, a pet that couldn't, you couldn't bring today or has since died. Um, and so uh, thank you all for coming today and taking this risk of uh, bringing your, your precious uh, um, pets along with you. So God bless all of you. On the day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? God, who is within and through us, you search us, you know our hearts, you fill our lives. When we are in our fragile boats, rocked by the tempest seas of culture and politics, the changing windstorms of human choice, you are our steady anchor holding us firm amidst rollicking waters, saying, Peace, be still. God of all animals, Adam and Eve and all before, slither and crawl, walking on fours, on twos, from chaos to garden, from hunger to knowledge, forbidden fruit to overridden mind, us against them and so us against you, you, Gracious and still, asleep on a pillow in the stern of the boat, safe and certain of the far-off shore, won't you be our anchor still? God, Yahweh, loving one, hold us in your light.
make us firm and still and quiet, ready to face the hopeful, creative tomorrow that you hold in front of us as you always have, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, world without end. Amen.